Hey there, people of the world. Max Fun Drive is coming soon. And in the lead up, we need your help. We want to hear from you. We want you to tell us what this show means to you. Here's how you do it. Email, text, or audio messages to memberstories at MaximumFun.org. Or you can call and leave a message at 323-601-8719. And we might just share your thoughts on an upcoming episode. People of the world, you hear from us all the time. Now we want to hear from you. We want a message from you telling us what this show means to you. Here's what you do. Email, text, or an audio message to memberstories at MaximumFun.org or call and leave a message at 323-601-8719 and we may share your thoughts in an upcoming episode. People of the world, Max Fun Drive is coming soon, but you can help us right now. Here's how. We want to hear from you about what this show has meant to you. Here's what you do. Email, text, or audio messages to memberstories at MaximumFun.org or call and leave a message at 323-601-8719. We may be able to share your thoughts in an upcoming episode. You never know. And in the meantime, please enjoy this episode of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. First form of immortality! Ah, ah, ah! That's right, don't worry everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right! We got this! What is up, Joko Cruz? Hal, how are you, buddy? I'm doing great. It's so nice to be virtually at sea with everybody. And to repeat what we did, what was it, five years ago? We were on a boat helping people decide things, and now we're doing it again. This time, we'll be settling once and for all. What is the worst form of immortality? This was suggested by Caleb over email, but I think it applies to all of us, because this is what we think about all the time. Oh, I can't tell you the number of times I've just stayed awake at night staring at the ceiling, both wishing I was immortal and wondering how I could wind up with the worst possible version of that. Yeah, we have amazing guests here with us. The wonderful Kelly Sue DeConnick and Matt Fraction. Hello. Hello. Hi, y'all. First of all, it's great to see you. Thank you for joining us on this virtual boat. Yes. This is very exciting. (laughs) But could we just talk about we can't ignore the fact there, there is an adorable puppy. In the background, what? So that's what you what? hear. I'm not picking that up. What? I don't. I'm not hearing. I'm getting. That. I'm we getting little reports. bits of it. Can we see the puppy? Is it possible oh, to yes. make an appearance? No, no dogs on a boat. You guys, come on. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't break the premise. <laughs> Very exciting. Also, it's also our Christmas tree, and I'd like yes. to point out that it's March. That is, you know what? There is nothing more 2021 than selling your Christmas. Come on! Oh my goodness! Who Please. is it? Can we change the topic for the day to who's a good boy? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. See, see the Falcor thing. See, yeah, yes. he does. He looks like Falcor. He's a look out like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sh- oh my God, those paws. Yeah. Those, yeah. Now this well, dog. I don't know if can... you can see, but like he's that's my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. He's twelve weeks old. Fourteen weeks old. Fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... Weren't we all shoulder height at fourteen weeks? Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and much like that dog, I could also palm a basketball that early in my life <laughs> regulation size not college yes. 
So, all right, let's see what happens if we take him out and let him come sit by me. Oh, yes. this is exciting. Yeah. He can also weigh in. Uh, what is his name? His name is Padfoot. Padfoot. Yes, of course. Fantastic. The, uh, a daughter had the name before the dog, but oh. then it kind of made real perfect sense anyway. So, With the yeah. giant pad feet. That's pretty perfect. Oh. Well, Twenty two is... delicious little toes. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, so this weird. breed of dog has extra dew claws. Yeah, yeah. It's real weird. It's real weird. It's I want that. Horrible. I want just a finger sticking out of my forearm. Yeah. And that's that's the what effect. I want. But like a kind of a finger. But like floppy. Bones. They're floppy. Yeah, very, floppy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not connected by any tendons or ligaments. No, no, no. no like no, skin tube. Just a finger tube. <laughs> yeah, just a <laughs> finger tubes. <laughs> by the way, my new website, FingerTube, is launching this week. All the Joko <laughs> people get 50% off your subscription. It's annual, and it is very expensive. Oh, my God. Well, it's lovely to see you both. You are both legends in the comic book world. And one thing that pops up frequently in the comic book world is a concept of immortality. So today we are going to talk about the worst possible versions of immortality. I have a list in front of me of different kinds of immortality. I'm wondering how you guys, though, beginning would break this down. Like the list that I have is just is more broad categories. Longevity, regeneration, undead, reliant on an amulet of some sort. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Or just being remembered, you know? That was, that was, a, that was a yeah. great, a, a great call. Cause I'm wondering, are we talking about literal comic book immortality yeah. or are we talking about metaphorical creativity immortality? My, you know, my, my list has a lot, a little bit of everything. Some of the magic, some of the, mm. uh, uh, yeah. how we live on in memory. And I noticed too, a lot of mine on my list actually involve dying. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, I think it's, uh, I think that there's all kinds of ways that immortality is a terrible idea. Yeah. Yes. That's, I yeah, guess that's, then that's, that's the question. Would any of us want to be immortal? No. I, yeah. No. I, no. But if I were, I would want to choose it. Like a lot of times immortality is sort of foisted upon you. I mean, Prometheus is maybe a good mythological example of that where he will live forever, but he's tied to a rock somewhere with a buzzard eating his liver every day. And then it that's heals, a and then he does that's it again. A, that's a bummer. Yeah. Although do I think you get used to it after a while. You think so? <laughs> I mean, like you name the buzzard. Yeah. You become like the sheepdog and the wolf where they just punch a clock. Yeah. It's, it's like, like the, the pterodactyls that would break fourth wall in the Flintstone. Yeah. You know, just like eating a living. It's a living. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, um, I do want to, uh, I'm sorry. I, I, I had a like, well, maybe I'd be immortal. Like there's, there's no in between, right? There's no, like you get to like, it's either you don't die or you do die. Not- I don't think there's like a Methuselah exemption yeah. where you get to live 900 years. Right. That right. would be one amazing. Of, one of my, one of, one of my examples was, was uh, making some kind of never dying machine, but no one lives long enough to see that it works. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's, that's the thing where like, I just, yeah. I need people to validate that i have in fact achieved immortality i'm gonna outlive everybody no one's gonna no one's gonna realize it by the time the last person who realizes it it's too late you don't you know, need the immortality you just need the yeah. accolades for the immortality i want the i want the prop yeah, yeah i want yeah. the i want the prop i want the i want the i want the upvote did, did you see the hunger is that a vampire movie it is a vampire yeah. movie it's a vampire movie with Susan Sarandon and david bowie and it's very near and dear to my heart Ooh, and it has yeah. a very Catherine Deneuve and a oh, really, lovely, yes. really brief 
appearance by Willem Dafoe. And it's super, super 80s. And I absolutely love it. And I thought, I remember this movie as being amazing. And then I dragged my husband and some of my friends to see it when it aired as part of a Hollywood theater. Like, oh, let's show some movies from the 80s. This will be funny. And I was like, no, this one's so good. And um, (laughs) and yeah. It's maybe a little bit more of its time than I recalled, <laughs> but but there's a scene in it that I think about a lot, mm. which is when the woman who's the vampire, Catherine Deneuve, who's the lead, and okay, spoilers, this movie came out like 30 years ago, but if you haven't seen it yet, you should get this part. Okay. So she can make other vampires, but like she doesn't make them very well. Like somehow she hasn't <laughs> quite got the vampire making down. So, so she makes another vampire and they become her partner and they live together in beautiful harmony until the other vampire starts to rapidly age, but they don't die. They just get so old. They're like, like living mummies. basically. Yeah. They're living mummies. And then Mm -hmm. she puts them all up in her attic. And so she, when it's time, she takes them up there and she like, introduces her new love to her old loves and says, you know, take care of them or whatever. Well, then all all the old loves are very pissed off at her. Sure. Um, It's like the Toy Story plot. Yes, exactly like that. But that would be a super, super shitty kind of immortality where you're just... (laughs) Catherine Deneuve makes a copy of a copy is the the worst kind of immortality. I I was really bad with the swearing. I did it once already. I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm intensely interested in the process by which a vampire becomes bad at making other vampires. Like, yeah. you, like somebody was explaining to her, all right, I've made you a vampire. You're going to stay this No, age no, no, forever. no. I got it. I got it. I got it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, no, no. Well, you, you have to take this an exact amount no, 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 of blood. No, I've seen the movies. I got it. Don't worry. I got it. I take it. No, but it's two pints exactly. If you take a sip extra, then they just turn into <laughs> California raisins. Oh, I, don't have a, I don't have a mind for math. It's fine. You'll be fine. I'm gonna, You'll be fine. You know, I'm going to wing it. I'll figure just it feel it out. Feel it out. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to make it my own. Maybe it was GMOs. Oh. Are these people organic? Yeah. What's in this right. person? Do we know? Oh my God. You need, yeah, you, you need to USDA approve the members of the USDA yeah, before yeah. you bite them. You need, they have to approve themselves. You need heirloom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, heirloom humans. The thing yeah. about a vampire though is there's a difference between immortality and invulnerability because you can kill a vampire just mm-hmm. like the Highlanders or that the, well, the immortals right, in the yeah. Highlander universe where you stop aging the first time you're killed, as long as your head's not removed, and then you will live forever until somebody chops your head off, who's another immortal. Yeah. Or if you just are like, uh, if you have like a, was it Zelda Fitzgerald, like that kind of thing, where you mm-hmm. get the scar. Oh, no, no, that up. was Isadora Duncan. Isadora Duncan, thank you. Like an yeah, Isadora yeah. Duncan thing where your head gets taken off by your scar. I like, okay, I would opt into that one. Yeah. I would, I would opt in if there was a way out. You know, mm-hmm. if there was like a, I, I want there to be a, I changed my mind. Well, uh, Highlandering guess... was, Highlandering was also on my list, but mm. specifically because you would know there were other people that could live as long as you, right. you could have company in perpetuity until they decide to chop your head off or someone decides to chop their head off, you know, like yeah. that sort of. <laughs> Yeah. That, that like watching your tribe get smaller and smaller and smaller over the long cosmic heat death of the universe is a bummer. 
Yes. Yeah. I don't want to be a fourth wall breaker as a pterodon. Henry, we're doing a podcast, my love. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I thought whoever that was was weighing in. I thought we were getting good. He was. <laughs> Let me ask this then, because you mentioned like the sort of sadness of your waning tribe as you stop aging and other people continue to pass on. Do you think that the version that we ultimately wind up with of the worst version of immortality is one where mortality is not an option? Because you mentioned vulnerability, how like a vampire can be immortal, like barring anything bad happening or barring any like i guess uh immortality without the option of mortality would that be the worst version yeah are there any of those i don't know i can't think of i mean i think there's it it produces some story problems for one thing if you can't kill a vampire you can't kill a there's anything you can't kill i mean in comics we kill gods all the time you know Mm -hmm. um uh now they come back yeah uh, which is bothersome but you know so do the people comics you know but i can't think of any where it's like straight no you're gonna outlive not just your cohort but humanity yeah which is its own kind of yeah no you hit a wall there of well what happens when there's no atmosphere left or heat Mm-hmm. Uh, are you still, you know, you outlive the planets? Do you? Right. If immortality is literal immortality, that is a horrifying notion. Yeah. 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 There, there's, there's, there's surely something that would happen to your sanity over uh, after a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some element of, I mean, maybe it's just because of the puppy and everything, but I'm like, I don't know. I like some time to think. I would be, I get that, could, for a little of that would be, you know, like a year <laughs> or two of just nobody bothering me. <laughs> <laughs> just in the void of space yeah. just like for can a year I have, can i have a craft room oh, yeah Is there a craft room i would yeah, just take some time to do some crafts and catch up does, when does netflix die some people would say it already has honey uh, Boo. <laughs> no it will never stop it will never stop ever netflix will be there and they, they're gonna put it on whatever the next version of voyager is We'll have, uh, <laughs> we'll just have the entire Netflix library. It'll be the gold album, but everything Netflix ever did. Right. Will and be and a DVD of Orange is the New Black. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Orange is the New Black. There was, I saw recently a Taylor Schilling episode of a show that where she was actually the, maybe the worst version of immortality, which is when you don't wish for it, someone wishes it for you. Ooh. Uh, yeah, uh, like yeah. br- like a lover brings you back like i want my lover that died to come back from the dead mm-hmm. and so she's just physically decaying this whole time and can do nothing about it because right. she is dead that like when it's not your choice i feel like they're sort of back to the yeah. hunger again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, like, if we're going back to, I'm just skipping around. I don't know if there's supposed to be a cool format or order or anything, but if nope. we go back nope. to the just being remembered, like, what's worse, being remembered for something terrible or being remembered for something inaccurate? Like, as a sort of pedantic person. Well, mm-hmm. oh, oh, boy, speaking, you, I have two right there. These are my top two worst ones that I, oh, can, okay. that I could think of that, that speak exactly to that. One, being the first person to die of an autoerotic mishap of your own invention, thus naming it. Oh, oh yeah. Or 
creating a monster so very monstrous that your name becomes synonymous with that monster. So people just call the monster by your name without indicating the possessive. <laughs> the Frankenstein conundrum, if you will. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are, I those are know. really bad. I'm kind of tempted to just ask Matt, like, we're probably going to wind up choosing from this list. I feel woefully underprepared that I did not come in with a full list of terrible, <laughs> terrible ways to achieve immortality. You have a couple more on there that you could uh, send our way for the discussion? When you're done with this, you should ask him for his list of business names, you know, because like you have to form, we have to form businesses. He keeps a list of business names. They're all things that will get you investigated. I'm amazing. I'm, you ever need to name an LLC? Hit me up because I got, I got ideas. For that. Oh yeah. We're um, going to need a couple of those for sure. Uh, uh, eating the whole thing. Uh, giving everybody a disease slash getting a disease while being famous. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. doesn't matter how many doubles and triples Lou Gehrig like doubt. Yeah. Not what people True. remember for, uh, killing everybody's favorite. Uh, uh, sure. uh, <laughs> uh, last place in a dying competition. Which oh, is very much like, like, oh, you win, but you lose, you know? Again, yeah, no yeah. one's around to validate your victory. Yeah. That's kind of a great definition of immortality. Yeah. Losing the dying contest? Yeah, you've lost the dying yeah, yeah, contest. Yeah, I lost That's the dying it. contest. I came in last place in a dying competition. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be a comedy thing, but, like, for real, like, the Black Dahlia. Like, being, a like, a... Yeah, the, yeah. Like, What's that... Yeah, I like, I know her name. Elizabeth Short, right? You know, yeah. like, like, that's... Yeah, uh, forever associated with something horrible. Yeah, like oh the, yeah, the, like baby Jessica. Yeah, like she she could cure a disease, but we would still be like, "You're stuck in a well." Can you tell yeah. us about that? Well, baby Jessica cured a disease. Yeah. That's what you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. from inside the well, because that's a, what I it's really want to hear. <laughs> Is there going to be a movie about that? Yeah, well like, hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like being the guy who said something, but you didn't actually say it. That would make me nuts. Oh, yeah. What? You don't want to be misattributed. Yeah. No, I, like, I'm one of those people that's like, well, that wasn't exactly, you know, that's not, that's not what I meant or that's not what I said exactly. And so mm-hmm. it was just. There, the, the journalist Roger Mudd just died. And, you know, his story of his great grandfather. He's for, as in my name is Mudd, right? Yeah. 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 He was the doctor that John Wilkes Booth held hostage and forced to set his leg after assassinating Lincoln and was, mm-hmm. I think, hung for treason. And Mud, it was like a hobby for him, was trying to clear his grandfather, great-grandfather's name. And that was, my name is Mud, came from that, which is like another terrible kind of immortality that, that like, oh, you've, mm-hmm. your last name has become an idiom for yeah. something bad. And curses your entire family. So it not only is immortal and that the phrase will last forever, but generations of humans will have to deal with that for as long as the bloodline goes. Mm-hmm. Right. So we'll, Although I guess you can make the argument too that, that the opposite of superlative, I, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but like, uh, oh, here you go. I, I can, I can. Imagine uh, the hell of a child in 10th grade chemistry with the last name of Einstein. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Having the name of, uh, of uh, oh, so we're going. Yeah. Oh, boy, when do those jokes get old? Right. Mm-hmm. That's got to be the worst. Our son has been in the kitchen getting breakfast for his lizard, mm-hmm. and he wanted to know if it was okay if he asked a question about the immortality. Please. Absolutely. Yes. Henry, this is Henry Leo. Hi, Henry Leo. I've also been on the Joko cruise a couple times. All right, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. Please. The way I kind of understand hunger is it's your brain telling you you got to eat, and like that's where the hurt comes from. 
So essentially, I want to know is if this uh, immortality affects your like actual biology. Like, does it does it change your your actual like physical? You don't have to feel that because if you're immortal, that would just be cruel. There would be it'd be a it'd, it'd actually be impairing your actual like 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 existence as an organism, so, right? Like, so yeah. what we're talking about is actually the wor- what would be the worst possible kind of immortality. So for you, as a 13 year old boy who's grown four inches in quarantine, in quarantine. Oh wow! Being perpetually hungry. That would that be, would definitely that would be the worst. That makes. Yeah. It- but the flip side, the flip side though, what about this though? Like, doesn't hunger give us a sense of time? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it, oh, yeah. it gives us a sense of day and night and how long and things have been. It gives us a sense of order. If you were to remove that from your physical being, suddenly you would just be entirely unmoored in all kinds of uh, your, your sort of. It would be like never needing to sleep, right? Like right. we're not made for that, right? But then the flip side of that is if you are a vampire or a zombie, you are defined by your hunger. So it is constant zombies all the time. All they want to do is eat brains or the classic Night of the Living Dead. Thing. Or that classic Joko song. Yes, that's right. Or the classic Joko song. But you live just to go eat brains. So it's hunger all the time. And you've sacrificed everything else except one of these things right. that is an indicator of your internal clock and a sense of how time is passing. Are zombies conscious? Only the one of Carlisle bodies, right? was. Huh. I, Only, I, I, yeah. It depends I, on your. I always sort of imagined them as kind of having, like, not, not, not retaining their personhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They just have, like, the like basis gold, like, reflex. Yeah. 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 That was at the, like, like, heart, like, basil. Uh, uh, it's all uh, cerebellum level stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heartbeat, breathing, Lizard, eating, yeah. moving, not getting eaten, right? Over. Amygdala. Yeah. 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 But that is an interesting point about, uh, I think like hunger is uncomfortable because your body needs food. But this goes, I think to that if immortality is a possibility versus if immortality is a requirement where if immortality is a requirement, then you wouldn't need pain receptors. You wouldn't need hunger. There's nothing, nothing is going to hurt you or bring you down. So all of those things. And you you could, you could, speculate that sort of over the long arc that the way our skin develops calluses or you break a bone and it sets stronger like eventually would your body stop recognizing i don't need to feel pain anymore right yeah. would your pain receptors kind of callus up would your need for sleep or whatever uh, uh yeah that's like i don't know maybe that, that sounds, yeah, awful. That that sounds we're, horrible we're sort of back to the like oh, you'd get used to it you know mm-hmm. yeah. i think that would be worse i think that would be worse I don't know. <laughs> I, honey, honey, I think you just need a like a long weekend alone in a hotel. <laughs> I think you're mistaking wanting immortality with a need for a spa weekend. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think like I think you just need like seventy two hours of you time. Like look, you've earned it. Yeah. You deserve it. Everybody, all of you out there on this virtual boat, you've all earned it. Yeah. You don't have to be immortal to take time for yourself, but it helps because you know you have as much time as you need. I'm going to take a couple of years off. It's fine. You all just take care oh, of yourself and I'll be back. I was thinking about sabbatical the other day. Like I I I like <laughs> I He's my favorite me. vampire. Yeah, sabbatical. Yes. Sabbatical. <laughs> sabbatical and Brian. Um but uh, it wasn't it wasn't Brian, it was Brad. 
it was Brad. Wasn't it Brad? I can't remember. There was a guy in New York uh, whose name was like Father Sebastian. And he was a, he was one of those dudes in the 80s and 90s that, you know, wore the fake teeth around mm. all the time. But I think Father, he had a like, coven of lady vampires and they were, they were a thing. They were, they were a sexy nightclub thing in New York City. I think his name was Brad. They were just like a scene. Like yeah. Brad would just show up like Paris Hilton and a. Yeah. Yeah. Was, man. But was there was something he was, wasn't he the guy that like made the teeth, right? Like so he did. He thing. did. He made the teeth. Yeah. Oh. So like if you wanted to, oh, you need to find Father Sebastian. Have you seen Father Sebastian? Oh, you mean Brad? Yeah. Yeah. He's- yeah. <laughs> I kind of love that idea that like that would be that to me is way more interesting to go to a club and rather than see 20 of the best dressed Paris Hiltons in town filing in. I want to see a vampire with his coven. I want to see crazy stilt people. I want to see just like that's the club that I want to be like, oh, I'm going to go to that, is, that one. You should have been in the, the Lower East Side in the late wish- 90s. That was no, it. I just- I'm on the Lower East Side. When I go to the Lower East Side now, it's uh, Creation Juice and uh, Improv Comedy, which both are great. Oh, it's so, um, yeah. I lived in, here is a terrible kind of immortality, right? Um, mm-hmm. out, outliving the everything you remember. I lived in New York until 2002 and went back, what, two, three years ago? Matt, when was that? I'm like, yeah, sure. Yeah, a, a couple of years ago, I went back and shot a pilot and they put me up around the corner from my old local. And it was, I used to live on second street between C and D. Mm-hmm. And so Mercury Lounge is still there. I mean, Mercury Lounge is not on second between C and D, but that was where my local is. And that's, they put me up in this like fancy hotel that was down there, which was really confusing. <laughs> um, but yeah. I was so disoriented. Like I literally could not tell which way was uptown because there was nothing I recognized. Like nothing. It was very strange. It doesn't look like rent anymore. No, no. And That's there were a... no vampires. There were zero <laughs> vampires. None? None. Not one. There's a Colson Whitehead line about you're, you're a New Yorker when you remember what the thing used to be. Yeah. In New York. When that thing that's now a yarn store used to be your the place you bought a record. Like that's that's your New York when you remember what New York used to be like. Yeah. Or um, that guy Brad was King of the Vampires. That's right. I, if you I, remember I, Brad. I have this is a thing I've never quite been able to make work story wise, which maybe we can we can kinda of workshop real quick if I can sort it. of sidetrack where yeah. I want to do like a like a vampires and werewolf story, but it's flip flopped where the vampires become sloppy assholes after dark and once a month in the full moon, the werewolf people become like the suavest, most <laughs> like, like the, so they, so the werewolves are the guys that are keeping everything together and the vampires are just the drunk maniacs running around every night, hitting street signs with rebar and all the vomiting on <laughs> bodega doors. Like, Oh, those are vampires. Those are the vampires. Yeah. It gets dark. They turn into just completely berserk. 22 year old and once a month the werewolf super cool yeah exactly exactly and then yeah the really suave really cool world only once a month you only get the suave cool guys who clean things up once a month does that make doesn't go anywhere are the werewolves also immortal now because that would suck immortal werewolf well i mean that's i I mean first off wouldn't anyone die if they got shot in the heart with a silver bullet yes probably Also, anyone would die if you drove a stake through their heart Right. Just true. It's not like there's there's some degree of. But that's, that's the just, only way that they die. Yeah. Right. 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 
Yeah, it's I not, that, so it's not that those ways way, don't kill humans. If that is humans. the only way that a werewolf dies, then the implication is yeah. a werewolf would, in some form or fashion, live forever, at least whenever there's a full moon, right? Although, and I think this is really the most accurate depiction of werewolf life in Teen Wolf. His dad has aged. At one point, he was a Teen Wolf himself. Now he True. is. Now he's an adult wolf. He's an adult yeah. wolf. He's got gray he's, hair. He's, he's, the gray werewolf hair was amazing. He's a dad. He's a dad. A dad wolf. Yeah. 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 He's Papa. Does he have like dad bod? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just it's like, it just looks like yeah. maybe that's what coyotes are. Like coyotes one of those sausage really dogs. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet you he's terrible at basketball, Wolf Dad. When he becomes a, yeah. unlike his son, like he probably is not. He doesn't seem like a very sporty guy, which is oh fine. my god, that is that is the plot of Teen Wolf. You become really cool and suave when you're a wolf. I just, yeah, that's what it is. It's Teen. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the to Jeff Jeff Loeb, writer of Teen <laughs> Wolf. I'm sorry, yes. Jeff. I, I accidentally <laughs> took your. I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> You had a whole van surfing scene My set God. up too. Yeah, was that a thing? <laughs> yes. That's but what the cool his, kids yeah. do. But paddle paddleboarding so on top of the van. Legitimately disappointed yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, the paddleboarding is better. You have to have that makes it different. That's different enough. I'm sorry. That's such a disappointing thing to find out. <laughs> no, no, it's good. But this is listen. It's good that I workshopped it here because maybe yeah. if I hadn't it's that thing where when it lives in your head, it's not really words. You know, we don't really think in words. Right. It's yeah. just what we tell ourselves so we don't go crazy. But those yeah. thoughts aren't words. This is chemicals and electricity. So you say it out loud. It takes a different shape. Right. You hear it and you're like, oh, oh, no, that is, in fact, Team Wolf. OK, <laughs> I wouldn't have heard that because it's just chemical and lights up there. So this is good. This is good. This saved me a lot of uh, problems, with, a lot of guff with the WGA, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fair. Also, uh, chemicals and lights up there sounds like an East Village second floor nightclub that Brad the Vampire would have gone to. Yeah. yeah, it is where I believe it is the name of the club where the first eight minutes of the hunger takes place. So. <laughs> where I Catherine really... Deneuve goes and grabs all of her it is, uh, it is, Defoe's it is, and Sarandons. Yeah, it is Catherine Deneuve and David Bowie <laughs> hooking up with Anne Magnuson. And a dude and going back <laughs> to their place and eating them uh, while Bauhaus is playing. So Ooh, Peter sure. Murphy is performing against a chicken wire fence. Which already makes it better than most movies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't and, argue. Uh, Can't argue that point. It's a strong opening. It's a strong opening. Let's talk about, uh, I want to get oh, back hold on. to. Sorry, I, I need to talk about Brad. I have one more thing. <laughs> We're all fascinated by Brad now. I can't stop thinking about Brad because the only job that he could have that would make sense to me is working at one of those bodegas where they replicate keys and that he's just using that machine to make teeth and that's <laughs> how he does it. So he's using, he's like moonlighting. It's so weird that you teeth. didn't, you didn't go to dentist. I thought about it that I thought two on the nose. He's too busy working <laughs> with patients all the time to make the teeth. Yeah. If he's working at the key place. He, it's easy to turn. He's turned out a bunch of them. He's putting them in an old Maxwell House coffee can, yeah. and then pairing well, them up. I later like the to idea that them. they're all like keys. He's busted. He's like, it tastes a little Bentley. No, no, that's fine. It'll you get used to it. Are you yes. sure it tastes a little bit like wet pennies? No, no, no. <laughs> it's supposed they're to. That's they're, blood. They're, that's they're what blood tastes like. Come on, you've never cut your lip. Yeah, <laughs> no, I get. Okay, it's just it's very. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Try it. And again, it's two pints that you're supposed to take when you're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. It's good. It's good. Every time, um, <laughs> so I'm going to make this very dark now. Please. But, um, every time one of our dogs passes, um, mm-hmm. and the dog gets cremated and you get the dog back in a little container and it's very sad. There's mm-hmm. a, there's a shelf in my office that they all live on, you know, and, and I always feel like, 
Please, my loves, take care of one another. Oh, yep. I know. We I'm picturing our- them like the busts from the haunted mansion. Yeah, yeah. All singing, uh, ghosts come out to socialize. Just exactly like Catherine Deneuve, I am. Right. Mario, exactly like her. <laughs> In this way and many others. Sure. I'm just saying. That's just where it starts. Oh, I'm debonair. Oh, my God. You don't say debonair for women, do you, though? You can. Right. Why not? Okay. Why not? I've met some debonair women. Like Annie Hull yeah. is a debonairly dressed woman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Catherine Deneuve, that's a very appropriate, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's a different other French word that would, you know, don't they call her like La Deneuve? Like, yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah. uh, Form of immortality. Yeah. There you go. And we're back to mortality, guys. I want to get back to a thing we were talking about earlier about doing something that's so either terrible or stupid to the level of consequential that I think that longevity and immortality might be a thing that are holding us up in that those things give you longevity. Something like that gives you longevity, but we don't know the name, how long immortality is forever. I mean, even human beings, if the entire history of humanity, we remember the very first bonehead move, even now that's still only you know, several thousand years in billions and billions. Like, we don't know the name of the person that opened up the gates uh, and let the Trojan horse in. You know what I mean? Oh, his name was Boner. That's oh, Boner. Call him Bo- that's why we call it. Uh, that's why it's called a Boner. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, I'm talking like true immortality. This is that if the game is worst form of immortality, nothing sounds more horrifying to me than those versions of it that we were talking about. Like, well, you don't need uh, pain receptors anymore. So eventually you're just going to be a cut up, beat up hunk of meat floating in space because right. right. planet. And by will the be time gone. there's no atmosphere, it won't matter. You can't scream anymore. So you won't have to hear the sound of your own screaming all the time. Yeah. That's, that'll be nice in space. No one, you, you literally couldn't hear yourself scream. You don't even need oxygen, right? Like it, it becomes that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. is okay, the worst uh, form of. I, I'm sorry. I, mm-hmm. I got distracted. I didn't hear anything that was said over the last, uh, 60 seconds because I decided I needed to Google Father Sebastian. Oh, uh-huh. yes. Yes. Update, oh, my please. goodness. Okay. What's he doing? Okay. It's spelled S E B A S T I A A N, two A's, Sebastian. Uh, any umlaut or any, anything? Oh, no, like? no. Okay. He is an American fang smith. Come on. This big idea really starts to get ground. Published author and impresario. <sighs> impresario. It's amazing he didn't go with scribe. Impresario. <laughs> impresario is a Wikipedia. Published thing. scribe. So if you click on impresario, you'll get the Wikipedia entry for impresario. <laughs> he, he is the founder of the Sabretooth clan, a fang-making business and social network for this vampire subculture. Now I feel like I'm, uh, like I'm, I'm, I, am I kink shaming? Is that what I'm doing? No, this isn't no. kink shaming. Okay. All right. Yes. So no, I love the idea that there's a LinkedIn for vampires. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, it's fang, business only. It's F-A-N-G-D, fanged. Uh, link, link, link it with me on fang. Apostrophe D. Yeah, yeah, bite me on fanged, and we'll... Uh, bite yeah, me. We'll, uh... <laughs> <laughs> From the creators of Fingertube. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I, got, I got some nibbles on my uh, on my new bat. 
<laughs> I can't find confirmation that his actual first name is Brian, but uh, Fang Smith. Fang Smith. Fang Smith. Yeah. I'm really I'm Fang Smith. Yeah. That's not a last name you see in the phone book. No, no. His, but his real last name it looks like is Van Houten, like Leslie Van Houten. Mm-hmm. Or Milhouse, right? Milhouse Van Houten. Yeah, yeah. No. Van Houten. Okay. Oh, he apprenticed as a dental assistant. He wasn't. Oh, there you go. And became active during the 1990s New York City vampire club scene. I'm telling you, it was a thing. I, we didn't did not believe you. Did that trend end with the movie Blade because of the opening where they're like, oh, if we gather and have parties, somebody's going to come in. Yeah. A bunch of Blade people will come in and kill us. A bunch of Wesley Snipes are going to come samurai sword us if we. Oh, could it have been the Wu-Tang Clan? Could yes. It, could, it, could that be? Yes. Wu, Wu, Wu-Tang Clan ain't. Matthew, call our agent right now. I'm on it. I'm on it. No matter what, we've at least established that Wu-Tang Clan are, are known to be a now a loose association of vampire hunters who also <laughs> collaborate on a lot of projects. But I, great I, on their I, own. What can't they do? Yeah. For the children. And, and yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be a, a nudge, but the, um, mm. the plural is Wesley's Snipes. Thank Wesley's you. Snipes. Uh, Wesley's Snipes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is. A nudge. Not a Wesley nudge. Snipesies. No. A bunch of Wesleyans would go into the club scene <laughs> yes. and they would uh, tear apart. Uh, these we- Wesley, Wesley Snipes was uh, one of the two toughs in the beginning of the bad video directed by Martin Scorsese. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, but he was, uh, uh, I don't know why, but he credited himself or was credited as Webley Sniper. Webley Sniper? Webley Sniper. I don't know if he wanted. That had to, to be a to... contract thing. Yeah. yeah. Or a union issue. Maybe it was a non-union yeah, yeah. issue. Oh, there was another Wesley, <laughs> another Wesley Sniper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Wasn't how that, he's that also was a... credited on Wildcats. That was a great episode of uh, even... 30 Rock. Do you guys remember this? With Michael Sheen played a character named Wesley Snipes. <laughs> and whenever someone would say, yes. you mean like the actor? He, his response was, look at us. If you knew someone was named Wesley Snipes, which between the two of us do you think it would be? <laughs> and that image, every time I think of the name Wesley Snipes, I picture Michael Sheen in my head. So maybe it's Michael Sheen taking down the vampires along with Wu-Tang Clan. Could be and every York time 90s. he comes in, he has to like explain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just brings tax receipts. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, no, I swear I'm not that Wesley Snipes. Look, I paid my bill. Stop auditing me. I do love that Wesley Snipes story, though, about the tax, because when they asked him about it, his response was, and eh, my accountant said it was okay. I was like, okay, that's. Which, I'm, okay. I mean, this is truly selective prosecution because, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. All right, but let's get back to immortality. We've just been uh, waved from the back of the joke. Whoops, from the back of the Joko cruise room. <laughs> We've been waved the big Whoa. fifteen minute sign. Way to ruin the magic, Mark, and show I know, your right? lap. I know. Uh, yeah, I know, right, guys? Look, you can't look. Oh, and here's a little peek. What? Oh. I, I was going to point out earlier that, that any vampiric information you're dishing out, we have to take with a grain of salt. You are wearing all black behind red velvet curtains. I am. Uh, <laughs> I am. Uh, look. I think that makes him David Lynch, though. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Then, and then a horse just showed up from right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think being the Black Lodge is the best form of immortality. What does everybody <laughs> else think? 
No, um, vampires are not uh, don't uh, <laughs> anybody would die stabbed and hurt with wooden stick would kill anybody. Don't know just vampire. The vampire is weird, uh, crazy. You mentioned something just now that put a thought in my head. What about the location-based immortality? Your brigadoons. Your oh. uh, I'm in a place that as long as I am in this place, I cannot die. Mm, okay, mm. so like a, a pretty prison. Yeah. So you have your tribe there with you who are also immortal along with you. How do we feel about this version of Okay, again, do I have a craft room? You do have a craft room. Then yeah, I'm in. And, there's, and, I'm, and it's yeah. soundproof and there's a lock on it. So. It's a soundproof I'm, locked I'm craft room. I'm in. But and it has a doggy door. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one yeah. way going into the room. <laughs> Like a crab trap. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a crab trap. Your craft room is a crab trap. We're sorry to tell you. It's a craft room or a raccoon trap. Yeah, no, we... Uh... Yeah. I keep the, picking... The I, 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 I was the one who... The stick in the box. Yeah, <laughs> With a trail of yarn leading into it. Yeah, no, it's a sewing machine on a skateboard. You just kind of slowly <laughs> reel it in. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> How lo- if you're in a place? So you're. Is that what Brigadoon's your- about? Yeah, I thought it was just a musical. <laughs> Once every hundred years, this place appears. the sure. The citizens in there are alive. They have and a kung well. fu tournament. No, I wrote that one. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. I got no. No. I literally. No. All right. Cool. Great. There, cool. It, wait. Uh, it, are there? They're leprechauns, though. No, that's different. That's different. I, yeah, yeah like there's Darby no, I don't remember leprechauns in Brigadoon. That's Darby O'Gill is like the, yeah. or that's, and then I get that confused with Gulliver's Travels and the Lilliputians. Right, right, right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I get Brigadoon mixed up with South Pacific. So I am yeah. retrieving myself from this portion. That's I'm, uh, I'm five feet tall. And mm-hmm. when our son was what, Henry was what, five, six, Matt? Yeah. You know where I'm going with this. When yeah. he he asked if uh if I was a dwarf. Yeah, he was five or six, not five foot six, but he yes. was five yeah. or six years five, old. Five or six years old. He did not mean like a like a little person. Other, he didn't mean a like little, a little person. person. He meant like in Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Like, like um, he, does mom have a forge? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was uh wildly disappointed uh when oh. he but like vi- yeah. in- invisibly, like tried to be like, Oh, oh cool, cool, no, that's yeah. good. Okay. Cool, I get it. <laughs> like, like for half a minute, he thought maybe he was half dwarf and yeah. could, and could like make magic weapons. Oh. Sure. Yeah. How far does your dark vision extend? <laughs> <laughs> Is it like 30, 60 feet? Do you know gems yeah, really yeah. well? Anything? Yeah, no. no, no, but I, I can bake. I, I mean, that doesn't do anything for him. Are dwarfs known for their baking? No, no, that I am. You are. Yeah, and crafts. Reg- yeah. Regular, regular, uh, non, non-mystical, non-Dungeons and Dragons. I just, I just bring mom stuff to the table. Which you is, know? isn't that the best superpower? That, I mean, the, it is when you're our age. You know, yeah. you know, a Kelly suit. Maybe this is the. Maybe this is. Maybe you, you know, in that sort of world of uh, dudes needing masculine goods all the time, like maybe a uh, dwarven forge bakery. Bread forged Ooh. from a, you know, like is a kind of way to, to <laughs> yeah, man for your, bread for your, 
for your technical lunch. Oh, like those, like those, oh gosh, at the grocery store the other day, we saw like everyday carry depends. Like tactical diapers, tactical diapers, like with the gun metal and like, yeah, yeah. So maybe, maybe camouflage diapers. These are your manly. Steely, steely gray, you know. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, um, But yeah, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe you can do baked goods. That's a really good Forged in a dwarven bakery. <laughs> a D and D themed bakery would actually a D and D themed pop up bakery on the Joko cruise. Oh my goodness, guys! It's virtual be, this year. Who's like to say a, there isn't like one? A, that'd be like a reverse ATM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean a money vacuum? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Scrooge McDucky and uh, real. The, yeah, mom is going to keep putting money in. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> I would like very much to oh, that'd see be good. The, uh, how to make that happen. Yeah. The old, the old uh, Dungeon Master's Handbook with the orange sculpture that the dwarves popping out the gem from the one eye and the, the yeah. cupcakes. Yes. This is, this is going to be my form of immortality. There you I'm go. That's it. The inventor of the dwarven bakery. That's the best form of immortality. Yeah, we're not trying to find the best out. form. Oh, no. Oh, right. Okay. So we decided, I think it's like you live all forever. Of them. The answer is all of them. The worst form of immortality is all of them. I think it's, I think, Just I think it's immortal. like there's so many versions of immortality that are all yeah. of them. There's no good version. There's <laughs> no, <laughs> there's no, there, the, the versions of immortality are all either metaphorical in that people will remember you for a thing. Yeah. They are possibly mortal in the case of a state going through a vampire's heart or a silver bullet going into a werewolf or something like that. But the literal immortality. Yeah. Did y'all see, um, did y'all see Old Guard? What is Old Guard? Oh, it's so good. It's on Netflix and it's a action movie with Charlize Theron. I did see that. Um, Greg Rucka wrote it and it's based on his comic. Um, and it's about these immortal warriors but they die in heal heal rapidly and come back like there's scenes of like bullets being pushed out of Mm -hmm. healing flesh wounds and stuff and you get the idea that every time they die it's very painful yeah but there's one oh oh, this is a spoiler it's a relatively recent film perhaps i shouldn't say this yeah 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 but there's there's a particular torture device that uses that Nah. Against them. Against, uh, against them. Um, and it's really horrifying. Yeah. So it's just like, just continual mm-hmm. dying and coming back from dying and dying and coming back from dying. Just, you're just stuck in that loop. Uh, yeah. which that might be, yeah. I'm a thumb, thumbs down. Two, that's yeah. one and a half stars. Not great. Not <laughs> as good as a craft room. Not no. as good as a craft room. Not at all. And that's the Prometheus thing. Yeah. Is they are going to die and keep coming back. Just the general yeah. principle of it is you, it's you Doctor Strange killed. with Dormammu at the end of the movie. It's just that, you're killed boy, every that. five seconds. Yeah. yeah. And just I, keep looping back. I thought that was such a fun, clever end. And kind of, you know, the, 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 all, any superhero movie kind of gets looped into that mm-hmm. ending of now you have to fight the bigger, badder version of yourself. But that was yeah. such a fun, horrible, like Doctor Strange solution to that problem. I was like, oh, that's really awful that's great yeah that was yeah yeah 100 percent. spoilers uh, for dr strange everybody just go back and don't listen to the previous 20 seconds right travel back five years when it was in theaters <laughs> go see it before you listen to the rest of this I, the only other form of immortality i can really think of and i think the answer actually is all of them is when it's object-based specifically whether it's an amulet or 
Dorian Gray's yeah. portrait that keeps Poor him young. For, yeah. yeah. Like any kind of bargain. If there's a bargain involved, like you're losing. Yes. But that's, that's, that's just, Although, I no... mean, I would, I maybe, again, I might be the psychopath among us, but if or, there's an or you out, just need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> you really vacation. need that spot. You might deserve a break. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but like if I just take the necklace off and I'm out, you know, like, mm. I like having... really longevity though. That's, that's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's longevity. Right. But yeah. But, but immortality, off. as long as it's still on you, right? Once right. you take it off, you, it's like you drank out of the wrong grail. You immediately right. like, or you catch done. up to where mm-hmm. you were, right, 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 rapid right. aging, right. Yeah, so that's a fascinating image, though, to me. The idea of that, like, as long as I wear this necklace, I am immortal. I have reached the point now where I am done. I have accomplished what I need to accomplish. I have everyone that I love and care about is handled. They are doing their thing. Like, I'm all done goodbye like the moment of the decision to take that necklace off is that's beautiful you know that's wild yeah. it's really i'm a cool. i'm a boy you know though i'm like a really my my darling bride will back me up on this uh what could maybe politely be called an athletic sleeper <laughs> uh and <laughs> that would come off in my sleep and i'd be out i'd be like it would it, i could i would not be able to keep it on me no. and sleep Maybe look, we've talked a lot about the, tape, the nineties. Maybe yeah. have like a nineties like reality bites the choker. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, right, black right. choker with the little medallion in the middle. Yeah. Get Father Boy, Sebastian. Immortality. Body yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He'll take care of it. He'll yeah. implant it in you. Yeah. Put you yeah, some little just, fangs. Would, I'd mess that up. I'd mess It'd that up. It'd be like dew yeah. claws on your neck. Oh yeah. You know? Oh. We're so, just yeah, like it little, all back. The yeah. finger tubes have made their way north. So you live forever, but you have a bunch of finger tubes like a Victorian <laughs> collar, like Henry VIII, yeah. but it's fingers. Yeah. But inside those fingers is your Darby O'Gill Dwarven Forge Brigadoon Nugget. Aching for you. Immortality and wards off vampires. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but we've determined both. Whenever you want. We've determined both the best and worst yeah, versions coming back into of immortality. I think that just means that we're optimists, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We are. Yeah, we're just good people. Yeah. We're just going to find the best option. I have long thought my last words are going to be, oh, watch, this will be funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think that would be pretty bad for me. It says, hold my beer, there must be. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Someone has put that on there by now. Sebastian is selling them on his website. (laughs) Oh, my God. Relative, actually. Oh um, uh, yeah. That there's a deconic gravestone that says, "What is this? Here lies the devil himself, or something." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a not a beloved, not a beloved a relative. It, oh. it, yeah, it's a it's like a great great uncle, it, one great or two greats. It's not that long ago, and it's my my dad could tell you exactly how we're related to him. But uh, yeah, yeah, his uh, his son didn't care for him. Got the last wow. word. And wasn't wow. he killed by a horse? He's like kicked to death by oh, a horse. Yeah, it, no, it says he was killed by a bull, but I right, don't. Right, think, right. But if you do the math, he's like eighty. I'm like, what right. the f- was he? <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it when they blow the foghorn. You guys, I love it when the yeah. boat makes a That's noise. So nice. So it's my favorite part of being on a boat. Is I know, isn't that like, amazing? But Kel, I couldn't hear you. What'd you say? What happened? He was eighty I years said, old. I said he was like eighty. Blew. What was he doing dancing with bulls? And then she said, "What the?" F-? 
<laughs> All uh, right. People we have world, to wrap things up. Look, Hal, take, look, you've got this. I'll render this judgment. Caleb, you want to know the worst form of immortality. And we've pretty much settled it here that every version of immortality is terrible in its own way. Every bit of immortality is terrible in its own way. You don't want to be immortal. They're all terrible. They suck. It's a whole big suck pile. You can call it a tie if you want to, but the very concept of immortality is terrible. What do you want to have to protect a painting in your attic from mold? And you, you constantly have to update your roof or some and piece of Catherine, jewelry. And your Catherine Deneuve uh, corpses. Yeah. Deneuve corpse boxes. What if, what if your Catherine yeah. Deneuve corpse box falls on your immortal painting? Exactly. Oh, you're going to create the new peanut butter cup. It's oh. got to be a better way. It's got to be a better way. Just enjoy the life you have. Be, you know what? Fine. On my corpse. Sebastian, <laughs> I think for all the talk we've done about Brad F. Sebastian, Fang Smith extraordinaire, and mm-hmm. fixture of the 90s vampire scene in New York City, mm-hmm. has taught us, if there's one thing that he's taught us, it's to live your best life, to find your joy, and to follow it everywhere and build an army of followers. <laughs> who are also customers. So you constantly have new revenue stream. There's no way those teeth don't break. You got to make at least like four to five pairs a but month. Look, before I can replace your teeth, you must find yeah. two vampires. <laughs> and then they too must find two <laughs> vampires. <laughs> then each of those vampires fall into a positive revenue stream. Okay, exactly. and you know, you know, you know that they come in a little like coffin yep. shape thing. <laughs> of course that, they do. Like, and he just gets them from Alibaba. You know, yes. um, and it's got the greeting card music chip. So you open it and like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, but oh, but it it plays Bella Lugosi's dead. Like, yes, because <laughs> he's also a huge fan of Hungary. He loves Bauhaus. <laughs> oh no, the song was so long. I might have to get my back. Sebastian, my coffin battery said, well, first you must find two more for you. We Is must das vampire amid? Oh! Sorry, sorry, sorry. Right, that's it. Don't be immortal. I apologize. Answered. That's it. Don't be immortal. That's it. You close the bar. <laughs> Congratulations, Mark. You close the bar. Close the bar. This has been delightful. Matt Fraction and Kelly Sue DeConnick, thank you for coming on We Got This. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you. Hello. Thanks for having us. Tell the folks, I know we missed the boat too. I literally dream about the boat, Matt, what, once a week probably? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it's a recurring, it has made it into my subconscious. I don't know what it represents, but it's something very important to me, clearly. I I think it's the one place I'm not an athletic sleeper. I think I I get the best sleep of my life on the boat. Yeah, because of the slow sway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, may we all be on a boat again soon, one day. Where can people find you online? Or wherever you want them to find you, or do you want them to find you? Don't mention my name, please. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, blur my name and my face in this. Is that okay? No. Uh, <laughs> of course, uh, of course, of course. And you're gonna get one of these things over your voice, so we don't know. <laughs> His name is Sebastian. I think it was Brad. <laughs> uh, 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 comic book stores. Find us uh, where at your local. Find us at comic, comic book stores. Uh, I love as, it. as your uh, locals find their way towards reopening, comic shops are going to need support. And they offer, most of them will offer curbside and distant shopping. Uh, uh, go to a local comic shop and uh, ask for our, our garbage and they'll hook you up for sure. Yes, and yes, then yes. bring it with you on the boat next time. We're on the boat and then we'll sign the garbage and everyone will laugh and laugh. Yeah. There you go. Well, thank you so much for being here. And thank you to everyone at the Joko Cruise for having us. 
This topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets, or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group and talk about other trashy forms of immortality. That's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you again to everybody at the Joko Cruise, all the organizers, everybody for hosting us, and all of you out there for watching and being a part of this. Also, thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, QA engineer Jen Alba, and graphic designer Uri Kilman. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for giving us a chance to sit down with two legends and talk about such a huge topic. So thank you, thank you, thank you. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. And for Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. Don't worry, everybody. We got this. We got this. We got this. We are the host of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and now, nearly 10 years into our podcast, the secret can be revealed. All the clues are in place, and the world's greatest treasure hunt can now begin. Embedded in each episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me is a micro-clue that will lead you to 14 precious gemstones all around this big, beautiful blue world of ours. So start coming through the episodes. Uh, let's say starting at episode 101 on. Yeah, the early episodes are pretty problematic, so there's no clues in those episodes no no not at all the better ones the good ones clues ahoy listen to every episode repeatedly in sequence laugh if you must but mainly get all the great clues my brother my brother me it's an advice show kind of but a treasure hunt mainly anywhere you find podcasts or treasure maps my brother my brother me the hunt is on max fun drive 2021 is coming it'll be may 3rd to may 14th to get in the spirit, we ask folks like you to let us know what Maximum Fun and our shows mean to them. You know, the, the Maximum Fun Network is really important to me because it is not just a collection of podcasts, but it is a lifestyle and a value system. The podcasts frequently and deftly float between meaningful and irreverent, in one moment drawing attention to social issues, and in another making dick jokes about Klingons. It shouldn't work, but it does. And I have to believe it's because Max Fun's podcasts are, at their core, thoughtful and kind and human during a time that has often felt cold and isolated. So keep being great and doing what you do. Max Fun Drive will be May 3rd to May 14th, 2021, and you won't want to miss it. Brilliant apps, drive exclusive gifts, and maybe some surprises. Want to directly support the hosts of the show we just jumped into? Come back May 3rd for Max Fun Drive. MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.